Hi, I'm Jago Wynn and welcome to the HDC Daily Podcast. We as a church are meeting daily on Zoom to speak to God in prayer and to hear from God in the Bible. For those of you who can't join us live or who want to listen again, we're featuring the daily Bible thought as we journey through the book of Acts and we're also including how we're being encouraged to pray each day. Today it's James White. Let's just start by reading the next section of Acts that we'll be looking through today. I'll read this now. The apostles were brought in and made to appear before the Sanhedrin to be questioned by the high priest. We gave you strict orders not to teach in this name, he said. Yet you have filled Jerusalem with your teaching and are determined to make us guilty of this man's blood. Peter and the other apostles replied, we must obey God rather than human beings. The God of our ancestors raised Jesus from the dead, whom you killed by hanging him on a cross. God exalted him to his own right hand as prince and saviour, that he might bring Israel to repentance and forgive their sins. We are witnesses of these things, and so is the Holy Spirit, whom God has given to those who obey him. When they heard this, they were furious and wanted to put them to death. A few years ago, I worked as a civil servant in Westminster, and um, on one or two occasions, not very often admittedly, I was lucky enough to be invited into meetings at Downing Street. Um, I remember going through the gate, past the policeman smugly, taking that obligatory selfie outside the door, and then you walk into this big entrance hall uh, that's in Downing Street. Now, every Prime Minister, when they uh, arrive in their new home, get to choose a selection of art from the government's art collection. And back when David Cameron was Prime Minister, he chose to put in this Downing Street entrance hall this bright pink neon sign. It's made by Tracy Emin. You can see it up there on the screen. And it simply said this, more passion. I don't really know why... David Cameron chose this piece of art specifically. Maybe he was just trying to seem cool. But I always used to think that actually it was quite a good choice. We want our leaders, even those British stiff upper lip types, to be passionate, to have that drive to to make our country better, to do good. And as we've been going through acts over the last few months, I've also felt that same challenge to have more passion I read all these amazing stories about all the apostles were doing and speaking and I read of their passion and their passion for Jesus and and I want it. We see that again in this passage. The context, literally the very previous night, the apostles have just escaped from jail and already the next day they're back being questioned by one of the most powerful people in the country, the high priest. And this high priest makes it very, very obvious what he wants. Stop what you're doing right now. Here's what he says. We gave you strict orders not to teach in this name, yet you have filled Jerusalem with your teaching and are determined to make us guilty of this man's blood. Pretty strong stuff. These apostles are facing threat after threat. Their lives are on the line. And here's what Peter's response is to that high priest. We must obey God rather than human beings. They won't be silenced. They just have, they have too much passion within them. And so I read things like this in Acts. And then I contrast that with myself. And being honest, sometimes I just feel so dispassionate. Even this week, as we have all watched 
all that's going on in the world. We see huge numbers of people filled with passion, and rightly so. But often then, to my shame, I just find it hard to have that same passion about social issues uh, like racial injustice, but also even about Jesus. So I make an obvious conclusion. I need to change. But the mistake I then make is, is, I, is I go away and I try with all my might to, to rouse up passion from within me internally. But this will never work. You can't just make yourself passionate. Passion can only come if there is something external. And ultimately, true Christian passion can only come from Jesus. We see that again in this passage. The apostles aren't just passionate for the sake of it. It's not just energy. It's completely connected to their personal relationship with Jesus Christ. We read, even even in the midst of this grilling from the high priest... Peter has the boldness to start going on about how amazing Jesus is. He can't help it. Here's what he says. The God of our ancestors raised Jesus from the dead, whom you killed by hanging him on a cross. Imagine saying that to the high priest who's in front of you. God exalted him to his own right hand as prince and saviour that he might bring Israel to repentance and forgive their sins. We are witnesses of these things and so is the Holy Spirit whom God has given to those who obey him. They have so much confidence, complete confidence in Jesus's resurrection from the dead, complete confidence in his victory over all evil, complete confidence in the Holy Spirit's power in them, complete confidence that they are known and they are loved by God. Tracy Emin, that artist I mentioned who created that sign in Downing Street, um, has also made another neon sign. It's similar in its design. And it was actually commissioned by Liverpool Cathedral. And it's still there. I actually went to see it earlier this year. And below this massive stained glass window in the cathedral, there's some small uh, neon text. And as you can see, it says this. I felt you and I knew you loved me. And I think this piece of art gives us a little clue as to how we might get that more passion. We go back to basics. We spend more time dwelling on the incredible reality that God, the creator of all things, the creator of the universe, knows me and loves me deeply and immeasurably and personally. And once we really grasp that, then we'll be filled with passion for him. Thank you, James, so much. And uh, we continue by praying for that passion that James uh, spoke of there, that God might fill us by his spirit uh, with that passion, that a reordering of our hearts in line with God's heart might happen, that we might be passionate about the things that God is passionate for. So do please pray into that. Pray for God to fill you with passion by the power of his spirit. And then we continued by praying for those on the front line of tackling the coronavirus. Today's Thursday and last Thursday was the last clap for carers, but it isn't the last of us praying for an end to the virus and for those who are tackling the virus. Thanks so much for listening to HTC Daily. (laughs) 